are listening to the Classic Sermons Podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. You will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival sermons from great preachers of the past. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Open your Bibles again to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. I want us to read our text verse. I want you to look at it for a few minutes, please. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, we're going to look at verse number 18 for a few moments after we pray. Father, here we are again, same people, same place, same God, praise the Lord, same Bible, amen, same Holy Spirit, glory to God, and uh, same promises, and uh, I pray you help us as we think about a different portion of thy word and one little truth that could be transforming to our lives. Bless us as we consider it, please. Amen. Look at verse 18, 1 Thessalonians 5. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Look at it now again. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now look at me and let me explain that verse to you. Number one, it says, in everything give thanks. It doesn't say in the, what you think of the good things give thanks says, in everything, give thanks. doesn't say give thanks for the sunshiny days. It says give thanks on every day. doesn't say give thanks for victories. It says give thanks for victories and defeats. doesn't say give thanks for, for, the, for the blessings of life. It says give thanks in everything. Listen to me now. Look right this way. Uh, in everything, give thanks. Everything, give thanks. Let me ask you a question. Would having cancer be a part of everything? Would uh, a death of a loved one be a part of everything? Uh, would uh, a father being killed in a car accident be a part of everything? Uh, would uh, would uh, a student having a tough time in college be a part of everything? Uh, answer me, would it? Would, uh, would a husband leaving his wife to rear the kids alone be a part of everything? All right. So then, in everything, give thanks. Now, listen to it carefully. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. What's the will of God? All right, follow me carefully. Number one, this is the will of God. What? Everything. Everything God does. Uh, Paul is assuming that these people love God and are living according to his purpose. And so he takes Romans 8.28 and he says, he's, he's taking that, that principle... And he says, since all things work together for good to those who love God, those that are called according to his purpose, he said, uh, this is the will of God. What's the will of God? Everything that happens to somebody who loves God, it's the will of God for you. If you love God and you're in his will, there are no uh-ohs. Uh, there are no, uh, I like what somebody said one time, did it ever occur to you that nothing ever occurred to God? The honest, simple truth is there are no uh-ohs or accidents. If you love God, I don't mean you flippantly love him, agape, deep abiding love, uh, and you are in God's will. The Bible says that, e that everything is for your own good. All things work together for good to those who love God. All right? So that means uh, in everything give thanks for this. Everything is the will of God. But now, wait a minute. There's something else there. In everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. All right? Why? Because it's the will of God that you give thanks. It's God's will that you give thanks for everything. Uh, someone, uh, this is a little girl, a girl here, would somebody slide down a little closer to her? Just 
That's a, help her be quiet there, if you would, please. A little closer. She's having a little time. And folks behind her, a couple behind her in desperate need of what I'm seeing this morning. They're a little backslidden. And uh, all right. Thank you very, very much. All right. What is the will of God? That in, look at me now. That in everything we give thanks. That's the will of God. What is the will of God? Everything that happens to you is the will of God if you love him. What else is the will of God? For you to give thanks in everything that happens to you. Now, let me see if I can explain it a little more carefully. Oh, let me stop here. Also, that's the will of God. The will of God is progressive. You can't find the second step to God's will till you find the first step to God's will. Which means that many people who have serious problems do not know what to do because they've not done the first thing that's the will of God, and that's give thanks in everything. In everything, give thanks. Give thanks when you're well. Give thanks when you're sick. Give thanks when you're employed. Give thanks when you're unemployed. Give thanks at, at noonday. Give thanks at midnight. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God. It is God's will. Now, if you don't give thanks in something, then you won't know the second step in God's will because you've not done the first step in the will of God. And many people here in this room today do not know what, listen to me now, do not know what to do in your life. You're confused, you're frustrated, you know what to do. Why? Because some darkness came in your life and some heartache and tragedy and a burden came in your life and you forgot to give thanks. Now, that was the will of God. And you won't find the next step to God's will until you do the first step of God's will. And when anything happens to you, you're supposed to give thanks. And the giving of thanks is the first step in God's will, which opens up the second step to the will of God. Uh, a lady came by my office. <clears throat> she said, Brother Hiles, she said, uh, my husband has left me. And I do not know what to do. She said, what will I do? And I said, I asked, have you given thanks yet? She said, for what? Well, I said, you said your husband had left you. There are hundreds of ladies here that give thanks if their husbands left them. And uh, <laughs> how many, but I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. Because uh, <laughs> I know the first hand's going up. I, I'm, not, I'm not going to ask that at all. I learned my lesson last Sunday night. And uh, so I'm saying, listen to me now. I'm preaching a sermon trying to real hard here. Um, I said, have you given thanks yet? And she said, for what? I said, uh, you said your husband left you. Well, she said, why should I give thanks that my husband left me? And I said, there are three reasons. First is God commands it. That's enough reason. God said in everything, give thanks. I said, is your husband leaving you a part of everything? Well, she said, I guess so. I said, you know so. So I said, give, you're supposed to give thanks <coughs> because God said it. It's a command of God. Now, I said the second reason you're supposed to give thanks, it is the will of God for you. Your husband has left you. I'm sorry. You're sorry. You're grieved. I'm grieved. But the Bible commands you to give thanks. Listen to me. The Bible commands you to give thanks. And not only that, the Bible said it is the will of God for you that you give thanks. Now, listen. Now, we're all search, always searching for God's will. Oh, Lord, reveal to me your will. Why don't you open your Bible sometimes and find it? Most, most of God's will is written down in this book. And God will, listen, God will not reveal to you the unwritten part of His will until you do the written part of His will. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will, it shall be done unto you. So, so Bible says, order thou my, my steps. 
step by step. Now, if you want to find out the unrevealed word of, will of God, you've got to obey the revealed word of, will of God. Nobody's going to find the unrevealed will of God who doesn't tithe because he's not obeying the revealed will of God. Nobody's going to find the unrevealed will of God who doesn't come to church faithfully Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Because the revealed word of will of God is uh, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together. Now, how do you forsake the assembling of yourselves together? When the assembly is meeting, you're not there. So God's not going to reveal to you what is not said in the Word of God concerning His will for you, till you do what's, what's, what's written in the Word of God concerning His will for you. And it couldn't be any plainer than this. It says, in everything, give thanks. In everything. In tragedy, give thanks. In heartache, give thanks. In problems, give thanks. In burdens, give thanks. In catastrophe, give thanks. In illness, give thanks. In death, give thanks. Why? Because you will not know what to do until you do the first thing that's the will of God in everything. And the first thing in everything that you're supposed to do is give thanks because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I said, she said, why should I give thanks? My husband left me. He's left me to rear the kids alone. Why should I give thanks? I said, number one, God commands it. And by the way, that's enough reason for you to do anything. If God said it in the book, you're supposed to do it. I said, number two, because it is the will of God for you to give thanks in everything. And number three, I said, it opens the way to know what to do. Look, many a lady, her husband's left her. And she said, what in the world will I do? And she doesn't know what to do. And so she doesn't do what she's supposed to do. Why? Because she did not do the first thing that's the will of God, and that's to give thanks. In everything, give thanks. Now, uh, it's easy to give thanks when everything is going fine. Dear Lord, thank you for my job. Thank you for my new house. Thank you for my new car. Thank you for my good health. And then all of a sudden, uh, tragedy strikes. And by the way, it's going to strike to you. Your day is going to come. You're not going to live in this world of tears without shedding some. You're not going to live in this world of burdens without bearing some. You're not going to live in this world of problems without having some. You're not going to live in this world of heartaches without knowing some. I'm saying your day is coming. Your shadow is coming. You know, some of you young couples today, your children are young, and, uh, and everything seems like it's okay. I'll guarantee you, you get those kids grown, you start having kids and grandkids, I'll guarantee you heartaches on the way. Burdens are on the way. And uh, so I'm saying, you're going you're gonna to have them. And, tra- and so the first thing, you don't know what to do. You say, the house, what's the first thing I should do when tragedy tra- strikes? Get on your knees and thank God. I remember one time years ago, old Dr. John Rice was going through some battles. I mean, he was in, uh, in the fire like he never was in his life. I, I, as I often did, I stumbled upon him while he was praying. His door was open to his room. I walked, I walked, uh, sort of looked in and I saw him on his knees and I opened the door just so I could hear him. And he said, Oh God, thank you for the battle I just lost. Oh God, thank you for this heavy burden I carry. And I, 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 I couldn't help it, but I tapped him on the shoulder. And I said, Dr. Rice, why are you thanking God? He said, I don't know. But I'm supposed to. And so are you. Now, you listen to me. Why don't you decide to let God be God? Why don't you decide to quit, 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 to quit uh, judging what God does on the basis of what you think is good or bad? 
And we know that all things work together for good. If you love God this morning and you're in God's will this morning, nothing bad ever happens to you. There are no accidents, there are no mistakes, and everything that happens to you is for for good and for your good. So as soon as something happens, if you get a raise in pay, thank God. If you get fired, thank God. In everything, give thanks. See, a lot of you, you try to find out where to find a job. You won't know you do the first part of God's will, and that's give thanks because you lost the last one. In everything, give thanks. I was talking to a man who, who found out he had cancer. And he said, what can I do? I said, you won't know until you give thanks. You won't know. You've got to first give thanks, and then you'll know what the next step is. Now, you listen to me. Uh, it's so easy. Lord, I thank you. Everybody's well, and, and every bill is paid, and, and uh, no problems, and the family's all doing well. And, Lord, you sure have been good to me. God's been good to you if you're flat busted. God's been good to you if you got cancer of the brain. God's been good to Listen, a fellow said one time to me, Well, he said, Brother Hiles, everything's going fine. He said, the family's well, got a good job, debt's all paid, got money in the bank, got retirement plan. He said, God is still on his throne. God, is still, God was on his throne when Jacob was at Bethel. God was on his throne when, when John the Baptist had his head cut off. God was on his throne when Paul was in the, the Philippian prison. God was on his throne when John was exiled to Patmos. God was on his throne when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were the fiery furnace. God was on his throne when Daniel was in the lion's den. God's on his throne when you don't have a job. God's on his throne when you're sick. God's on his throne when you have burdens you can't bear. God's on his throne when tragedy strikes. God's on his throne when your heart's are heavy. You can't bear the load. Quit judging God. Let God be God. You trust Him and love Him and praise Him and everything. Give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. It's God's will. Give thanks. Give thanks. I'm not, listen, I'm not minimizing the burden you bear. I hurt with you. But God said, if you're going to find your way out of that, uh, that burden, and you're going to find your way out of that forest and that wilderness... He said, you must do His will, and the first thing that's His will is for you to give thanks. I learned this from a lady down in East Texas. I don't think I've ever mentioned this lady's name, maybe, but I don't remember it. Her name was Myrtle Munden. Myrtle Munden was the sister of a lady named Munden, who I have mentioned, the little lady who died and we joined hands on her, around her deathbed, and she led us in singing, I'm longing for the coming of the Snow White Angel, angel Band. I'm sorry, sister and all. That Mrs. Munden, who died with that beautiful death, singing, I'm longing for the coming of the Snow White Angel Band, and a beautiful little soprano voice, and then she went on to heaven singing that song. Her sister-in-law, Myrtle Munden, was uh, an elderly lady in our church, way up in years, probably 62. And... Uh, uh, no, Myrtle Munden was, was probably in her, in her late 70s when I was her pastor. And Myrtle Munden always said to everybody that had a burden, she said, Have you thanked God yet? Have you thanked God yet? She was known as the person that always said that. The, Have you thanked God yet? Person. And we got a little disgusted with her sometimes. You know, I mean, you know, <laughs> there's a guy got voted out of his church, and she said, Have you thanked God yet? 
she'd go to the hospital, a person dying with cancer. Have you thanked God yet? Well, Mrs. Munden had uh, some pains in her chest. And uh, she uh, had to go to the hospital. And uh, they t- took some tests and found out she had a serious, had had a serious heart attack and would have to live with a serious heart ailment the rest of her life. So I went to see her in the hospital. And I thought I'd be a little satirical. There you go, using those heavy, big Greek words again. And I, I was going to use some satire. And I walked in. I said, Miss Monday, how, how, what did the test reveal? And very sweetly. And she had the kind of face that all be on a, the, uh, a Mother's Day calendar uh, or the front of a mother's book. I mean, she was the one of the most saintly-looking people you ever saw in your life. And uh, looked a great deal like me. But anyway, uh, grandmotherly. But anyway, uh, she... Uh, I walked in, and I thought I'd get to it first. And she was smiling, and I said, Mrs. Bundon, how, what are the, how, how are the test results? What are they? And she said, Pastor, she said, uh, they have the test revealed that I have a serious heart ailment. And the doctor said that I can't walk to church. She lived about a mile from the church. I had to walk across the field to get there. And she, that's a, as a crow flies, she went down the road to take, take her a couple of miles. And... Uh, so she said, the doctor says, I can't go to church anymore, but she says, I'm going to go. And I said, uh, uh, she said, I have a serious heart ailment. And I thought I'd get to her first. I said, have you thanked God yet? <laughs> she said, oh, yes. She said many times. She said, why don't we just kneel right here and pray right now? And we knelt and she started to pray. And I felt terrible, I, awful. And she began to pray and she said, dear God, Thank you. And I was a kid preacher. Folks, I was about 21, 22 years old. And I didn't, I didn't, I don't understand that. And she says, oh, Lord, she said, thank you for this tragedy. <laughs> and thank you that my heart's bad. And, uh, and oh, God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, uh, she got a chance to get back at me. It wasn't, it was a few months later, a deacon turned on me in the church and caused me all kinds of trouble. And so I was sitting in my office the day I heard about it. Now I, I, I was uh, faced along. I could have drunk buttermilk out of a churn, you know. And and I I was uh, I, I was I was just and Mrs. Munden knocked on the door. She said, "Pastor," in the sweet grandmotherly Southern drawl. I said, "Yes, Mrs. Munden." She said, "Have you thanked God yet?" Have you dropped dead yet? Have you thanked God yet? I said, well, for? She said, that the deacon's giving you trouble. I said, you supposed to thank God for that too? And Mrs. Munden sat me down, 75-year-old lady talking to 21, 22-year-old preacher. She said, Pastor, you have not lived as long as I have. And she said, you're one of the finest young preachers I've ever met, but I want you to learn something. She said, you're going to have many a heartache in your ministry. She said, if you're faithful to God and faithful to his word, you're going to have many, many a trial and many a heartache. And this is not the first deacon that's going to turn on you or the first member that's going to turn on you. And this is not the first burden you're going to bear. She said, you're going to have a whole life full of them if God gives you a, a long ministry. She said, now, Pastor, the first thing for you to do is you're going to have to thank God for it. Well, I said, why? She said, because you won't know what to do if you don't thank God. She said, and she showed me First Thessalonians 5, 18, 
And she gave me a little Bible study. And the same thing I'm giving you right now. She said, Pastor, she said, well, if you love God and you're in His will, whatever happens to you is the will of God. And she said, in everything that happens to you, it's the will of God that you give thanks. Now she said, let's bow our heads and have a prayer, just like we did at the hospital when I had my test. Somehow I couldn't get my heart in it like she could, but like I could when I was with her. We got on our knees and had a prayer. And she said, dear God, thank you that this deacon's turned on Brother Hiles. <laughs> I wanted to whack her over the head. I understand that. And she said, and she was leading. And now she said, Pastor, you pray. And she told me what to pray. She said, thank God for this. And I said, Lord, thank you. Loads. For this, many a, many a time in these years, when a heavy burden has come, I've thought about that little lady. What a saint. By the way, all the time I was pastor there, three years and th- almost three and a half years, she always kept, she kept on walking to church, always did. Doctor said to her, I heard the doctor say one time, said, Myrtle? said, you are going to die if you keep walking to church. And she said, oh, doctor, what a wonderful place to die. (laughs) I don't understand that one either, by the way. But I understand it now. Now I've lived all these years. And the ministry she talked about that God would give me, I've had now for 42 years. And thank God, I've learned to thank God in everything. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God. Anybody here know the name Dr. Fred Garland? Dr. Fred Garland. Uh, nobody knows him, I guess. Dr. Garland was an evangelist. I don't know if Dr. Garland is living now or not. I doubt if he still is. But Dr. Garland had had a lot of heartache in his life. In fact, he had to have one lung removed, and, and his chest was sort of sunk in like this, like Brother John's is on both sides. And... Uh, and uh, <laughs> And uh, so, Dr. Garland, Dr. Garland, this was his last verse, in everything give thanks. That was the thanksgivingest man you ever heard. One day we were in a car in Wadsworth, Ohio. I was preaching there, and he was there as evangelist. I think he spoke once in the program. Dr. Rice was there. We were driving down the street, and all of a sudden, had a flat. And and, uh, so the, 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 the driver said, oh, my, out here in the country... And, uh, and, uh, and no spare tire, he said. Oh, what are we going to do? Dr. Garland said, I got an idea. He crawled out of the car, got on his knees beside the car, and gave thanks for the spare, for the flat tire. I didn't. I cried. But no, he gave thanks. We, we were walking across the street one day. We got halfway across the street, busy four lane road. We got halfway across, couldn't get across. There we were right in the middle of the street, no, no median in between. And right in the middle of this four lane place, cars coming this way, cars going this way, uh, 40, 50, 50, 60 miles an hour. We were stuck right there. Cars were that far from us, and we couldn't see the end either way. And I said, Dr. Garland, what are we going to do? He said, let's pray. Right there in the middle of that street, he got on his knees. I got on my knees, too. He bowed his head. I bowed my head. He closed his eyes. I didn't close my eyes. And he prayed, Dear Lord, thank you for this. You told us in everything, give thanks. Oh, let me tell you something. Your whole life could be transformed. 
If you had just learned that God is a good God, and there are no mistakes if you're in the will of God. If you love Him and you're in His will, all things work together for good for you. You have nothing to worry about. God is good. God's good when you're broke. God's good when you're sick. God's good when you when you're have a heartache. God's good when you have a tragedy. God is good. And the Bible says, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you. Listen. This one little thing could change your whole life. First place, in the first place, it gives you joy in your heartache. That's why Paul could say, I rejoice in tribulation. I rejoice in persecution. That's why he could say it. Why? Because he had learned in it. What, was, what were Paul and Silas doing at midnight in the jail in Philippi? They were singing and praising God. Paul was saying, thank God for this nice room. No television. No air conditioning. No carpet. He was, he said, uh, uh, by the way, they were in stocks and bonds. I don't mean Wall Street either. I mean, they, they, they were, they were in stocks and bondage. And, uh, and, uh, Paul said to Silas, Silas, how you doing? Silas said, I, I'm not doing very good. Paul said, I got an idea. What's that? Paul, we just praise God. He said, praise God for what? He said, for this. It was the Apostle Paul who said, in everything give thanks. In everything give thanks. So Paul and Silas, in jail, at midnight, in Philippi, hundreds of miles from home, didn't know anybody, hated, maybe killed, and Paul said, let's just give thanks. Why don't you go home this morning and get on your knees when you get home and you've got a burden or a heartache, you just get on your knees and say, God, I want to thank you for this. I praise your name for this, for it is the will of God. You told me to praise your name. It is the will of God that I praise your name. And God, I've got to know what to do next, and I won't know what to do next till I do the will of God concerning this now. I praise you for it. I thank you for it. I love you for it. And then God says, okay, I can open up the next step of my will. You you will never know your way out of the wilderness until you do the first thing when you get in the wilderness, and that's thank God. And there are many people groping, don't know what, and mistakes have been made. Listen, I know, I know young ladies whose husbands have jilted them, and they've, 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 they're crushed, they're defeated, they don't know what to do, and they make, take, make some quick mistake, marry somebody else too soon. And I want to say this too. I don't believe in these two and three month courtships before you marry. I don't believe in that. You ought to get to know somebody before you marry them. And I, I mean, but what do you do? You jump into something like that before you know it, and you've made a mistake, and you jump out from the frying pan to the fire, from one tragedy to another tragedy, and you're making decisions on your own because you don't know God's will. You don't know what to do. I'll tell you why. You've griped because of your problems instead of thanking God for your problems. And because of that, the will of God has been pulled down, and the curtain of God's will is covering your, your eyes, and you don't know what to do next because you've not done the first thing, and that's thank God. Oh, I'd like to speak a good word for God. I'd like to tell you that our God is good and our God knows what He's doing. 
I like to tell you that he he his he, well, he knows what's best for your life. And so whatever comes your way, get on your knees and thank God. And God says to the Holy Spirit, lift the curtain. Now he can know what to do. Look, okay, let me ask you a question. You had a heartache. You had a problem. You had a burden. And you jumped too soon. Didn't know what to do. Didn't know which way to go. And you made a mistake. I want to ask all of you, don't, don't answer me, but ask, ask all of you to answer yourself, who made this mistake while you were in a... In a state of confusion or burden, you made a mistake. I want to ask you a question. Did you, before you made that mistake, thank God for the burden? No, you didn't. Of course you didn't. And the reason that you did not know which way to go, and you went some stupid way and foolish way, and made a second mistake, and you're worse off than you were when the first mistake was made, is because you didn't thank God for it. So many times. In these 42 years of pastoring, I've gotten on my knees with tears flowing down my cheeks. And I've said, dear God, thank you. Thank you. It is the will of God that I do that. It's the will of God that I give thanks and I've said so many times, dear God, I've got to know what to do. I do not know what to do now. I don't know which way to go now. I've got to have your guidance. And God, in order to get your guidance, I've got to do the first thing you told me to do when I get in a mess like this. Thank you. Thank you. People often say to me, and, and I want you to hear me, I'm, I'm through. I don't say this to myself. I don't believe it. But people often say this to me. Brother Hiles, you have so much wisdom. Now, the truth is, I don't have any wisdom. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all men liberty. Wisdom is of him. But whatever wisdom that God has given me, and anybody that knows me well knows this is true, I don't complain because of problems. I don't gripe because of burdens. I don't whine. I've never had planned or attended self, a self-pity party. Never have. But you know what I do? I get along with God and get on my knees and cry it out. And I say, thank you. Thank you. Now give me wisdom to know your will. And my heavenly Father puts his arms around me and said, You just did my will, son. Now this is the way you go. This is the way you go. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Thank you for listening to the Classic Sermons Podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. To listen to many more powerful sermons, visit our website, preachthebible.org. If you enjoy Christian music and programming, visit knvbc.com for Christian music you can trust.